and welcome to So Talk to Me, Hello. episode number 72, right? That's yes. what you just told me. Okay. Yep. It's episode 72. <laughs> you gave me this like blank look. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Did I forget it already? 72. With all of our pre-show banter that we do. <laughs> no, we actually don't do any of it. Um, yeah. So we made it to 72 episodes. We made it. We're pretty here. awesome. 72. Yeah. It's uh it's been colder here. Yes. It has. It, the the temperatures have dropped. I'm wearing my hoodie and drinking my hot tea. Mm-hmm. I got myself a new hoodie that's lined with the uh, what's it called? Sherpa. Sherpa. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know what that word was, but it was a cheap hoodie from Costco. <laughs> and it's actually super comfortable, Still guys. I don't know what that word is. Pretty nice. If only there was like an internet of things that could tell you. Yeah, if only I cared enough to actually look it up. Exactly. (laughs) I thought about it for more than a fleeting few seconds. (laughs) Then I might actually know what it is. But because I don't really care, I haven't found out. So yeah. Mm -hmm. What's up with you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I had a nice full day of things. Went well, from things. Yeah, went from one audiobook gig to, you know, my normal nine to five. Not not really. Working nine to five. Yeah. That's Dolly Parton. Gotcha. It sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> I I know some things, some songs. Which is funny because I actually watched a Netflix movie today while the kids were napping called Dumplin'. Okay. Which, um, is Dolly Parton is heavily featured. She's not in the movie. Okay. But like a character, the main character is like obsessed with her. So, huh? Yeah. Which, so it's kind of funny that that song just popped up. I mean, I would have thought of that song even if I hadn't. Okay. Have watched that's, that that's movie today. Movie. But yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it was, I wasn't expecting much, so I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Well, <laughs> early reco, d- something called Dumplin'. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just been a, a full day, a full day away from home, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been good. It's been productive. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sore. Okay. Yeah, I did a new workout yesterday. It uh-huh. was like a hit workout, and so it was pretty intense for like twenty minutes. Hit. Yep, high intensity <laughs> interval training. There you go. Um, and it yeah, it worked on me. <laughs> I'm sore today. Oh man. Yeah. So anytime like the kids have asked for something or like whined or cried, I'm like. Slowly moving. Do I have to get up? I'm coming. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, But I still worked out today, even though I was like super sore. But I didn't do like another hit thing or strength training. I just did a cardio. So So. you're sore from yesterday's workout? Yes. Oh, dang. That's sore from yesterday's. High intensity. (laughs) Intensities. That's cool. See, I like to work out and not be sore. I like those kinds of workouts. <laughs> but so. you should have some soreness so that your body is like eh. working and grow, like 
growing. Yeah, but but like the type of soreness that's like, oh yeah, I use those muscles today. Not the type of soreness that's like, oh, I don't want to move. <laughs> See, that's the type of soreness that I'm like, all right, it was a good workout, obviously. <laughs> it was good. My body's like, oh, not used to this. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I just prefer. Well, I guess okay. I guess since we're getting into it <laughs> right now, my my fitness kick, I am very much like just focused on calories, mm-hmm. and so I would rather burn, you know, whatever it is. If I do if I do thirty minutes on the elliptical, I'd rather burn three hundred calories every day mm-hmm. consistently than do a six hundred calorie workout. And then be sore for the next two days and then not do another workout for, you know, two or three days. Well, yeah. Well, you're also trying to lose weight. So right. Like it's right. I'm totally different. focused on weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like tone. Yeah. yeah. So I'm more focused sense. on strength training and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been the Fitness Corner with Josh mm-hmm. and Sam. I just had a brownie a few minutes ago, so I'm obviously <laughs> not counting calories. Well, you know what I had for dinner? <laughs> Chips and queso and soda. It was great. <laughs> very, very healthy. I didn't eat the salad that I brought with me. Because <laughs> there was free food at work. There oh, were... that self-control. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah, I'm... I'm not I'm not to that point where I'll turn down free stuff. I'm not there yet. I will limit the free stuff, especially if there's sugar. Like there were there were a bunch of um uh which call it Girl Scout cookies that were there mm-hmm. that people had brought in. And so I had two all day. You know, they were sitting out like all day. And I had two of them. So a little bit of restraint. Like I, I'll cut down on the amount of stuff that I'll that I'll eat for free. But I'm not going to say no. <laughs> so. As long as I don't have to pay for them, I'll eat Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they're yummy. They're they are yummy. good. Yeah. I just don't want to fund. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into that. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, we could go down a rabbit trail. Oh, that. yeah. A big one. That's not our topic today. So. No. <laughs> And you guys know, if you've been listening to us, that we have a tendency of <laughs> tape, taking things that are not our main topics and, and, and spending more time on them than we do on our normal topics. Yeah. Which is kind of funny with this episode because I don't know where a topic is going to go. You have suggested a topic. You gave me a sentence on what you wanted to talk about. And I, I don't know. There, there's so many. No. Oh, the places you could go. <laughs> With, with this topic. Um, so it, it'll be fun when we get into it. That's just yeah. dangling a little carrot there in front of you. Yeah. Well, I figured since Valentine's Day is coming up, we mm-hmm. could focus on like marriage and like aspects of that and just, you know, maybe talk about romance within the marriage at some point. I don't know. I just threw it out there to you. It was like, yeah. here's an idea because... We're so horrible at coming up with ideas. And we just ran out of tulips. Exactly. <laughs> just ran, ran out, out of letters. points. So got to start something new. Yeah. We could steal uh, Doc and Devo's idea and just go through the 1689. Hey. <laughs> That'll take us like three years. 
That is a big reco, though. I highly recommend going through their series on that. I mean, they're still going through it, but like starting from the beginning and listening to those episodes. They put those episodes out on Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they're all really good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know that I've listened to hardly any of them, (laughs) honestly. I I haven't been keeping up with Doc and Devo like, I was going to say religiously. Probably not the right word, but I haven't been keeping <laughs> up with them religiously. Um, it's just kind of more occasional. And so like, I, I don't know, I guess Mondays I have other podcasts or something. So I haven't listened to very many. I have a few episodes downloaded on my phone, uh, my podcast player of choice. Uh, and and I just hadn't, haven't listened to them. So they've been very sporadic. But yeah. you're right. That, that would probably be a good idea of, of, is to go back and listen from the beginning that we kind of get an idea. Yeah, their uh, their episode today was on small groups. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, how to be a good small group leader or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, are they just like bashing small groups? And no, no, about no, how no. They're no. not in the Bible. And no. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Doc and Devo's not like that. <laughs> well, and they've talked about how they have small groups at yeah. their church and do small groups, community groups. Um. Anyway, but it was a good episode. I liked it. It nice. made me feel good about our our small group. Aww shucks it's like we do those things yay we're good at that in our <laughs> yay good at being friends <laughs> that's what we're good at i like our small group yeah they were like honestly reading the bible isn't the main point of a small group like it's Dang. just being it well it's creating community and sharing life together um and being there for your brothers and sisters in christ um and I was like, like that, that really encouraged me. Cause sometimes I'll like, cause our group tends to just like, like to hang out and yeah. just talk about life and not really get into the lesson very often. <laughs> yeah. So one, and, it- so, and so I, sometimes I'm, I feel discouraged by that because I think that that's the point is to do the lesson. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not necessarily. And so that they're what they said really encouraged me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause yeah, I, I one, one time, uh, one of our, uh, one of the couples in our small group, I don't, I don't even remember who exactly it was, but they were talking about how another small group that they, like they talked to one of their friends or their parents or something. I can't remember who it was. But they attended a small group in which, like, they said that that the people that would go to small group would kind of barely talk to each other. Like, they didn't really have much in common, so they they didn't really talk as friends. It was more of just, like, a Bible study group. So, like, they just did the lesson, and then that was pretty much it. Um, So they were very faithful in doing the lessons, but the people in the small group and, and this person... Again, I, I I don't remember honestly who it was that they were talking to, but they basically had said like, yeah, it was good in terms of like learning, but it didn't really matter who was there because barely anyone like even talked to each other. Whereas I feel like a lot of the time we're on the extreme opposite <laughs> where we are much more likely to talk to each other about you know, first of all, we're, I mean, we're just friends, so we we have a lot of nerd hobbies in common. Right. Uh, so we can talk nerd things for a good long time. <laughs> um, but I do think 
we've also gotten really good at like drilling down deeper Mm -hmm. into kind of the more difficult things that we don't really talk about with with other people and being vulnerable about um just some of the stuff that's going on in life Mm -hmm. and so that's been really good as well but then yeah i mean you know we spend i don't know an hour an hour and 30 minutes doing that and then it's like oh (laughs) Yeah, we didn't really get to the the lesson or the questions or the Bi- the Bible study portion. Any prayer requests? Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, well, that's that's good. That's good that they kind of they encouraged that side of of small group yeah. as well because I do think it's it's important, um, especially and I, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but especially when you're attending a church that's uh, a as large big church as ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've been going there almost 10 years now, or it has been 10 it years. Been yeah, 10 it has years, been. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Over 10 years, yeah. <laughs> a decade. Um, but I was, oh, I was much, I was used to much smaller churches before mm-hmm. we attended this church. And um, so that, that was something that I kind of had to just change, Adjust, get used to. Yeah. yeah, definitely coming into a room and worshiping together with a congregation of people that I don't know most of the people in the room, frankly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, whereas the previous church I was at, everyone knew everyone's name, and, right? You know, and everyone's business. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like during our prayer time in service, we would ask for prayer requests, and right. people would stand up and give prayer requests. Right. You know, so because yeah, it was just that small amount of people. Exactly, so exactly. You can do, do that, that in a room of a hundred people. So, uh, yeah, I. I I think that small a small group is a way to have that personal connection with believers right. together. Um, well, yeah, just to create community within your congregation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So, anyways, I'm not saying we're balanced. There are definitely things we could do better. Oh yeah, but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that it's encouraging. I'll have to listen to it as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly um yeah i mean if i don't really have a segue but if we want to get into our topic for the evening <laughs> well do you want to talk about the maga hat kid the what that's been blowing up the internet lately no, i'm just kidding the what the 16 year old the 16 year old kids from the catholic school who were apparently oh, super yeah. racist i forgot about that I was like, what? Hat? What? Yeah, well, because they're wearing MAGA hats. And it, no, I I'm, still I'm just... make, make America great again. Okay, yes. that's what. Yeah, that's, that's what. what okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. I was watching um, the, you know how CNN did. Dumplin'? No. I'm just Do you kidding. know how CNN did the, uh, the like, the 60s, the 70s, 80s, oh, yeah, the yeah. 90s mm-hmm. documentaries? Well, I was um, watching another episode of the 90s one. Mm-hmm. Um where Bill Clinton was talking and he said, we're going to make America great we're again. We're going to make America great again. Yes. And I was like, oh, like that wasn't a Trump thing. <laughs> <laughs> like Clinton first said it, or I don't know if he first said it, but he said it before. They're kindred spirits. Trump, <laughs> Trump and Bill Clinton. They kind of are actually. Uh, yeah. Gross. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I only bring it up to 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 basically make fun of it. I don't get why it's news. I don't get why people freak out because social media. Yeah, just I th- I think it's more. 
so there are a couple things. I think for one, it it is just um e- exemplary. Is that the right word? I don't know. It's an example of uh what happens when you have a twenty four hour news cycle. Mm. When you have to make news when there's no news. Yeah. <laughs> when you have to feel like you have to be outraged about something or when you're pushing an agenda because you need to be talking in order for people to listen. Right. Um because seriously, okay. Now I Let's just discount everything that happens in the videos. I don't know if any of you guys have have even watched this whatever, but th- there were a bunch of teenage kids, okay? There was a video showing uh Native American, how Indian, however you want to, you know, whatever the PC term is that you want to use, indigenous people. I think it's indigenous, yeah. <sighs> whatever it is. I'm so tired of having to be PC. Um however you want to say it. Um, they, the man was banging a drum, singing a, a, a song, you know, in his native tongue. There you go. There you go. I was like the song of his people. That sounds so <laughs> bad. Um, and now I've just got, again, PC just drilled into my head. Uh, and, and so there was a video taken and this kid is just smirking while the dude Some is banging a drum. PC in his can face. go too far, but I think we do need to be polite and considerate yes. in the way that we say things. So. Yes. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, I, I hope I'm not trying to offend anyone, but at the same time, I just also I can't keep up because mm-hmm. names change. Like, for instance, person of color, like colored person, was derogatory when I was growing up. Like, I'm surprised that yeah, it seems to be Anyways, like African American. Okay. Like you, that's what you had to say, yeah. and now African American is offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And I, I, I'm just saying I can't keep up. Yeah. So, any, yeah, so there's this video and these kids were like singing along, you know, and, and it could be taken as they were mocking. Um, and there's this one kid just with a smirk on his face while this guy bangs a drum and sings in front of his face. Okay. That was basically the entirety of this video. And the news media just flipped out because these kids are wearing MAGA hats. And so obviously they're super racist and they're making fun of this. It was two groups of people being immature and not gracious towards each other. Hey, we made a segue. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I, I, end of story, basically. (laughs) Well, the only thing that I wanted to say is that I, I can't believe that a 16 year old, being immature made the news a 16 year old being immature (laughs) brought about a huge social media backlash like do you remember who you not that it's an excuse for him to be immature but it shouldn't be surprising well why is it news yeah why is it news why is anyone reporting about this because that happens like a million times every day yeah so anyway that's all that's all that i'm saying so that is my commentary on MAGA Hat Kid. He's a kid. Why? And I was are you trying to segue it? with segue. Saying so that is the most gracious thing gracious. that I can say about <laughs> this because I don't want to, to put any hardline stances here. I want to show grace to both parties involved, um, like the way that we ought to show grace to our spouses. Hmm. Well, and just you and know, people to in people general. in general. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um. So I wanted to specifically talk about um, 
grace, showing grace to your spouse. Okay. Um, because in my Bible study yesterday, someone brought up that she's been struggling with showing grace towards her husband. And I was thinking like, hmm, do I struggle with that? And then boom, yesterday, bam. Yes, God showed me that I really do struggle with that <laughs> when we had a fight yesterday yeah. <laughs> over text message. And then on the phone, which yeah. I do not recommend that, by the way, if you're going to get into an argument with your spouse, don't let it be over text or over the phone. Is just It just doesn't help. Like, it especially doesn't help when one party is working and the other party is watching multiple children. Multiple When both children. parties are working, basically. Yes. And distracted. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it sound like no. that's not working. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like you had a lot on your plate yeah. is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, We were both distracted. Right. We were yeah. both. <laughs> yeah. Not a good <laughs> idea. It's We can laugh about this in hindsight. Right. Because, right? <laughs> yeah, it uh, it's not. It's not conducive to either, uh, either of the atmosphere. Like, okay, from my experience from yesterday, it was difficult for me to work while we were talking to each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I was distracted from my work, and I was distracted from our conversation. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's like Ron Swanson says, "Don't have ass two things, whole ass one thing." Yes, <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to say that on oh, air. Oh, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> I guess you can just bleep out the word. Do you want me to? I don't I, really care. Okay. I don't think ass is a cuss word. Okay. It's in the King James Version of the Bible, guys. <laughs> I mean, they're so, referring to a donkey in that. Yeah. But anyways. um, So yeah, I was just, my eyes were very much open to how much I struggle with showing grace towards you my husband uh and i mean just i guess just people in general like especially my you and our children and um people that i'm not face to face with like people on like that i'm talking to on the internet or something like that okay um so i wanted to talk about this and just sort of hash out, you know, like, what is grace and how do we show uh, grace towards people and specifically uh, towards your spouse? Okay. So, what would you say grace is? What in... The, so, <laughs> great. I mean, the, the definition, um, the way that I've heard it is that grace is unmerited favor mm-hmm. so um grace is when you receive something that you don't deserve Des- right yeah it goes yeah. hand in hand with mercy mercy is when you do not receive what you do deserve like the punishment for something mm-hmm. and grace is when you receive something that you do not deserve so it's like getting a gift right right yeah and i think a lot of things can sort of be like grace can sort of be an umbrella over a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So like you can show grace to someone by being kind to them or loving towards them. Uh, and specifically, I mean like in a con- conflict. Yeah. Um, or patience, you know, being honest. Um, all those things can fall under grace. Um, but it's also something that is 
it's an action. Mm-hmm. It's something you do. Um, like it's an act. It's something that you have to. It's like an active mindset and an yeah. s and something active that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be intentional about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's active, not passive. Right. Yeah. Um. So, and I, I'm talking like specifically when you're in conflict with someone, um, how to show them grace, which in a marriage relationship is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> conflict is going to happen. We shouldn't be surprised by it. We should expect it because mm-hmm. you're two sinners. Yeah. In a relationship living under the same roof, yeah. which just adds more to it. <laughs> um, so we shouldn't be surprised that there's conflict and we shouldn't shy away from it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously we shouldn't pursue causing conflict, <laughs> but when conflict yeah. ensues, we shouldn't shy away from it. Um, we should show each other grace though when conflict does come up. Um, so something that I was thinking about was when you're showing someone grace or specifically your spouse, you have to be in a state of humility. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot be in a, in a prideful state. <laughs> you can't show grace when you're in a prideful state because you're, you're looking inward. Yeah. Um, you're only seeing the other person's sin. You're not seeing your own um, when you're in like a prideful state of mind. Yeah. Um, so you have to, you really have to examine your own heart first mm-hmm. or, you know, like scripture says, take the log out of your own eye before you can take the speck out of the other person's eye. Mm-hmm. When you're in an argument or just some tension, always examine your own heart in like what sin am am I contributing right now? Yeah. And or am I contributing sin right now? And is there anything that I need to repent of before I even before you try to Work out the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking about showing grace in your speech, in particular, and in, in, in the way that you talk to people, um, my mind goes to Colossians four. I was searching for it. Um, didn't know it off the top of my head, but um, the verse here, and I don't know if you had it written down. Maybe, maybe did. <laughs> um, but verse six says, "Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt." Mm-hmm. so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Um, and actually, you know what? I'm going to back up just a second. So, so the context is that Paul is writing this letter from prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So his circumstances are not the best. Um, and, and he's talking about, th- this is like the end of his letter. And so he's, he's trying to encourage the Colossians and, and asking for prayer as well. But verse five says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders making the best use of the time. So that's kind of the context that Paul gives is like what you're saying, like focus on the way that you are speaking for the sake of others. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like 
allow your speech to be to open uh, allow your speech be to be for the benefit of the hearers right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's not just to hear yourself talk it's not just to um it's not arrogant or right right it's not simply self-focused like to get your point across Mm -hmm. and to make sure that they understand what you're saying but you're also kind of like looking towards what the other person is is understanding from your words Mm -hmm. and like how they're going to take what you're going to say and and things like that. So obviously Paul is not saying to sugarcoat the truth. Right. You know, he he's saying the opposite of that. He's saying to be truthful um but to do it in such a way. Like I love that that metaphor seasoned with salt hmm. is so cool cuz you get this this it I tastes mean, good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you want more of it. Mm-hmm. Like I experienced this when we came home to uh when I came home from work tonight is that I didn't think I was very hungry until I started munching on my kids leftovers from dinner. And then I'm like, "Oh man, I want to eat some more cuz that <laughs> tasted good." Like I and I wanted something salty. Um so th- I think what Paul is getting at here is to well, I, I, I don't want to take this like too far, but I, I do think there's an element where you want to um, anticipate the effect that your words are going to have on the person that you're talking to, mm-hmm. you know, and to to speak in such a way that is attempting to engage the other person. Not- well, right. And that means that you have to listen right. to them first yeah. in order to know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it, Assumes that when it says uh, to to speak graciously, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to how you ought to answer right. each person. So, like Paul is obviously saying, like they are posing questions. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, you're in a conversation. <laughs> it's not a one way, um, like even just you're not lecturing. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. So. Um, I don't know. That's that's what comes to mind when when you're talking about like being gracious in your speech and the way that you and the way that you talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I agree, it's a learned skill. Like it's not, and it's difficult, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially in our culture, because our culture just screams, like, hold on to your victimhood. Like, yeah, like you have to be a victim of something like that Mm -hmm. has to be part of your identity in our culture. Yeah. And so I think that makes it that much harder. Obviously our sin nature makes it really hard. Um, but I think that also just makes it that much harder to not, you know, look inward when somebody wrongs you or, you know, offends you in some way. Um, Instead of seeing like the best in that person, instead of focusing on what they did to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is like, um, there is a sense in which like, yes, if you are legitimately wronged, there is, there's nothing wrong with having a sense of justice and right. wanting uh, to be vindicated. Right for being wronged. We're not saying that. But there is a way in which you go about seeking that justification. Well, right. And and not even just 
um, seeking that justification for yourself. But if someone has sinned, mm-hmm. the biggest thing is that that sin is against God. Yeah. And so we shouldn't be so inwardly focused on, oh, this person sinned against me in this way. Yeah. But they sinned against God. Because when we sin, we sin against God. And so I think, I think that should turn our focus from being seeking justice for yourself mm-hmm. to seeking the best for this person in gently, lovingly calling them to repentance from the sin that they have committed against God. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man. I just keep coming back to, this is much easier said yes. than done. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially, you know, like we said, this is... I mean, yeah, this is like fresh on my mind. Yes. Because this just, <laughs> like, yeah. we just experienced how much we fail at this yesterday. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Right, and so I understand like the complexity uh, that comes about because you want to tell the truth, and you want, um, yeah, this justice to be present. But you're right. I mean that that perspective is what we often forget is like, where's the other person coming from, and yeah, where is God in all this? Right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. what what are you really are you really seeking just for your point to be made, or right. are you seeking for yeah? God before you're seeking to for your own justification glory, yeah. right what about what about God and what about this person standing before God and what about right. your standing before exactly God yeah in in the way that you're acting in the way that you're speaking in the way that you're um what you're trying to communicate um so yeah be gracious <laughs> yeah the, be full of grace the one who shows you the most grace <laughs> yeah we need to be focused on how we're glorifying him. Yeah. Yeah, and when when I think of the life of Jesus too and the way that he spoke, he did have harsh words right. to say to people at times, but often most of the time th- those were to the people who claimed to be following after God. Right. Who were being hypocritical. Like who were who were blatantly um abusing Mm-hmm. what God had said and to get Peter. their own way. <laughs> uh, that's true. He did use strong <laughs> words with Peter when yeah. he opposed what he was there to do. Right. Like the very Well, I think that also goes along with the verse that you read from Colossians. Like mm-hmm. Jesus knew the people he was talking to. I mean, he's also God. So yeah. he knows he he knows how certain people are going to react to certain tones. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He spent, even though he did speak harshly to Peter, like he had spent a lot of time with Peter, knew Peter, like knew that he would respond to that harsh rebuke. Mm -hmm. So I think that also, yeah, that definitely goes along with that verse in that we need to listen to people in order to know how to answer. Yeah. In order to know how to answer, how to answer grace, grace, graciously. Yeah. So, how can we 
how can we be more gracious? How can we show, how can we remember to show grace in those really hard moments? That's a good question. (laughs) I think we should definitely continually pray Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit would reveal our own sin to us. Yeah. And bring us to repentance continually over it. And also you specifically pray for, you know, when when you're in those moments of conflict that the Holy Spirit will bring you to a place of gentleness and graciousness. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a uh, a a big way that that can <laughs> that can help um i mean also just remembering you know knowing scripture obviously like mm-hmm. knowing knowing your own standing before the lord um knowing the grace upon grace upon grace that he has shown you to keep you humble you know remembering the gospel daily yeah. To keep you in that humble state and not elevating yourself. Yeah. I think that's a really good point because, like, you're not going to outgrace God. Right. Like, He has shown you Your so time much grace. isn't more valuable. <laughs> yeah. So, it, to turn around and then be uh, unloving. You know, not showing grace to other people. Right. It, um, it, it definitely puts it in perspective when you are constantly reminding yourself of the gospel, mm. of what God has done for you. Definitely, for sure. Of what Jesus' work has accomplished um, and, and the way that we get to live now, mm. you know, the, the, the freedom we have in Christ um, and not allowing that to be, to, to, lead us back into slavery of sin and bondage of our own selfishness and pride and anger and whatever, whatever it is, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever it is that's, that's creeping up because different people struggle with different things. Um, but however you're experiencing that, um, especially when you're talking with other people and when you're relating with other people, um, you know, whether that shows itself even in, uh, say maybe not passivity, but in a, reluctance to even address the issue Mm -hmm. because that's sinful as well right um uh when you you know i i think i've said it before but i don't really like conflict in general and i'm i'm learning and i'm trying to get better at being able to um to face things head on basically (laughs) when it comes to confrontation like standing my ground when i believe it's something and i'm not Uh, used to it and it shows (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Because um, it's funny, like, for years I've been wanting you to do more of that. Yeah. But now that you're actually doing it, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening? Like, it, yeah. I get more defensive now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're both learning. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, so so even that like 
sometimes being gracious is telling the truth and not yeah. not backing down because when you see um i mean particularly when you see sin when you see someone sinning like it is more gracious to to call someone to repentance now i'm not saying publicly i'm not saying you know in that it has to be in that very moment but i'm saying like if you love your brother and sister in Christ, then you ought to, you ought to want what God wants for them, right? Which is for them to be to repent of their sin. And if your yeah. spouse is a believer, they mm. are first and foremost your brother or sister in Christ. Yeah, yeah. And you, above all, <laughs> should be the first one to go to them. Right. And again, it doesn't have to be in that. You know, if you're in a public setting, I'm not saying pull them aside and. And Repent. call them to repentance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But I'm saying like, especially for husbands, but it goes both, it, it's with wives as well. Like you ought to be, uh, you ought to be leading uh, them back to Christ. Right. You know, you ought to be, you ought to be the, one of the biggest people in their life that is, that is um, affecting their spiritual growth. Right. I'll put it that way. Um. Yeah, and another verse that came to mind just as we were talking, and it's funny because I've been in James for a long time. Um, it's funny that it's just now, like, oh yeah, that popped in my head. <laughs> but I read this the other day. It's from the first chapter. Um, I'll start in verse nineteen. James says, "Know this, my beloved brothers: let every person be quick to hear, mm-hmm. slow to speak, and slow to anger." Um. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. So there, like, James, is, he goes from talking about listening to other people and the way that you talk with people to like then it seems like he blows it out of proportion filthiness and rampant wickedness but there's like there's a correlation there in how anger leads to these things and then receive with meekness the implanted word well now he's talking about receiving correction yeah yeah and 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 learning from god himself um which is able to save your souls so he it it seems like it just gets everything gets like blown out of proportion obviously it's not in proportion because the holy spirit inspired these words <laughs> but i mean it it seems like it just falls off a cliff at one point in in its importance but i think that james is saying here it is extremely important the way that you are able to um interact with other people the way that you're able to actually listen to what someone is saying mm-hmm. um and and how ha- and its correlation with meekness with right with the humility that you have before God um, and then actually living that out. Cause then James goes on to, to talk about um, being doers of the word and not merely hearers of the word. So uh, it, it has to do with being humble in, in acting in humility. And so it does take, you had mentioned this before in our conversation is how it takes humility to be able to, to listen right. and to, to show someone grace. Um, because, like we said at the outset, grace is undeserved. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's where it's really difficult because it's like, no, I deserve X, Y, Z. You don't deserve it because you've just wronged me in this conversation. So I'm going to steamroll you, you know, or or whatever it is. However, however that is played out in your own heart, um, whenever that wickedness and and rampant filthiness, (laughs) whatever, um, however it it rears its head, um, the grace that we ought to be showing should disregard <laughs> that because it's undeserved because God has shown you undeserved favor. Why do you think you need to pick at every little thing <laughs> that the other person is doing or right. saying or, or whatever it is? Good stuff. Yeah. Good word, brothers. Good word. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think this is, this is good too, to even just like kind of, given the circumstances to kind of uh, uh, debrief. That's, mm-hmm. that's the word that I'm looking for. Um, so some practical application, and even when it hurts. <laughs> but, um, but like you said, it is inevitable that we fail <laughs> or that we, have, that we get, come into conflict. Right. You know, conflict is, is inevitable. It's, it's not, and I mean, not, not saying that it's like, it necessarily happens often. I think. I think it depends on on your temperament and right. what kind of people you are. Some people uh, just like getting in fights, <laughs> and if you've been married long enough, you you kind of can feel that out to where fights can be playful sometimes, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, depending on the person's temperament, but then other people really don't like conflict and, yeah. and so it can it can be more difficult or not more difficult excuse me but just uh it, it can t- take on a different flavor within the marriage so that's all i know i mean i've only been married for nine years i don't know a <laughs> lot but it's my two cents we're still young yeah still kids still newlyweds <laughs> kidding i guess no 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 we're coming up on a decade of marriage. That's crazy. It is crazy. Ugh. We need to figure out what we're going to do for our 10th anniversary. We do. If y'all have any suggestions, we throw love to them hear. out there. Yeah. We have no idea <laughs> what we want to <laughs> do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you can always contact us on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. Or you can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Um, or you could, I, mean, I guess you could post on our Facebook as well. Yep. That's just, uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash so talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There. Yeah. And we have a new website. We do have a website. Um, th- you can't contact us on the website though. That's the only reason I didn't bring it up. But yes, we did create a website. And actually, I mean, it, you may have seen from, from this episode that we're going to be posting links to the website now. Um, it's real simple. It's just a place for the podcast to live. It's you're going to get more of like the personal touch kind of posts from social media, but the website is where um, the 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 podcast episodes are going to live. So yep. share them with your friends yeah, yeah. if you want to. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of spiffy. We have our own <laughs> little place on the internet outside of social media. Yeah, interwebs. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But if you're interested in checking that out, that is sotalktome.pinecast.co. Oh. Yeah. Check Fun. it, check it. 
It's a good well, time. What? All right. Do you have anything else before I continue talking? Because I want, uh, I want you to be able to speak. I want to be slow to speak <laughs> and quick to listen. <laughs> um, um, no. No. I don't okay. got some more to say. Okay. Um, my final recommendation uh, for the evening, and it's kind of funny. This is this is for me as much as it is for you guys, okay? So, you know, the new year, uh, we talk about self-reflections, evaluation, and stuff like that. My recommendation, uh, because it's tax season, yay! Woo! Um, my recommendation is take a look at your finances. Again, it's 2019, mm. y'all. Um, things may have changed from last year. Um, as you're as you're taking a look at your taxes, it's a good time to be able to see. Oh yeah, that's how much I made last year. That's our household income. My recommendation is is take a look at your finances, and and try and improve yourself. I know that sounds stupid, but I just mean like th- there is a lot about finances I don't know. Okay, just just throwing that out there. And as the head of our household, I believe I ought to know some more stuff about that. So I am trying to make an effort to learn some more um, because I'm also looking at the future. <laughs> I'm not going to live forever and um, eventually my body's going to break down. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I do want to... <laughs> no, I, I just mean I do want to be... Um, uh, responsible I, yes that's that's <laughs> the right word responsible because i have a family um and i'm responsible for you guys so i want to be able to provide so um a part of it's just stewardship of what god has given us right so take a look at i, I was just talking about this with someone at work actually a younger guy um a, a college kid good friend of mine andres and uh and we were talking about finances and stuff and how easy it is to just like spend money on on whatever like he he talked about going to restaurants like you don't think and i I know i experienced this as soon as i moved out of my parents house like you don't know how much you spend on food until you actually stop and look at how much you spend on food yeah and it is a lot of money yeah (laughs) especially if you're eating out you know even once or twice a week that adds up Mm -hmm. at the end of the month you know that's a couple hundred bucks you spent on you know, fast food. <laughs> so um, anyways, my recommendation, take a look, take a good look at your finances, where you sit and take a look at the future, set some goals and uh, see what comes of that. Be a good steward of what God's given you. Yeah, he's been watching a lot of Dave Ramsey, <laughs> his, yeah. his show, which is actually really funny <laughs> it is the dude is so southern <laughs> he is and he's so blunt he is like well, well that's your problem right there well i mean i mean so, some of the some of the stories that that come up i'm just like wow these are absolutely ridiculous yeah um and he's just like he just doesn't pull any punches. He's yeah. just like, that's stupid. You're dumb for doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't do that anymore. You really got yourself into a mess. <laughs> You're going to get on rice and beans. You're not going to set foot in a restaurant. <laughs> You're not going to take any vacations. Two years, you'll be out of debt. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Ramsey also, I mean, he's one of those guys, uh, again, like any other recommendation. I don't agree 100% with everything that he says. But I think the core of what he says, and he's got some good, he knows way more about finances than I do, okay? I'm not, I'm not 
trying to say that I'm better than him, but but um, you know, he can be a stickler in some areas where I'm kind of like, eh, you can give a little bit of leeway. Anyways, uh, but no, it's it's been good to even just think that way because mm-hmm. you know I need to. I want to be responsible, like you said. (laughs) So I recommend that to everyone else out there. Be responsible. And Dave Ramsey's show is very entertaining. It is. It is. Even if you just like, even if you don't care at all, um, because he has, because he gets callers in, there are tons of YouTube videos of just like absolutely ridiculous. Like there are compilations of the most ridiculous calls that he's gotten. and. It it would be mu- it would be funny if it wasn't true. I mean, it's still funny. It's still funny. Maybe I'm not showing grace, but um, it, it, his reactions are great. His reactions are great because, like you said, he doesn't pull his punches. Well, he's very that? straightforward. One, he's very one, blunt. So when he gets callers, he has like um little titles that he gives whatever call he's on. Yeah, 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 because they're screened. And yeah. So, yeah. And, but one of them, what was it? Something like, your kid is a butt or yeah, something your like kid, that. when your kid's a total butt. <laughs> he literally told this woman, he was like, your kid is a major butt. <laughs> yeah. The biggest butt. She's like, oh my goodness, this is really funny. Again, it's, it's, so, it's so Southern because like that's his, you know, that's his insult. Man, your kid's being a butt. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's funny. There's comedy, even if you just want to go for the comedy, it's good. Uh, anyway, but. yeah. All right. Well, um, this has been a good conversation. Hopefully, we've been gracious. Hopefully, we continue to be gracious, and yes. hopefully, you will be gracious as you talk to your spouse. Yeah. So go talk to your spouse. Have a good conversation, and be sure to listen. Yay! Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Till next time. Peace out.